welcome to Just Another True Crime Podcast. We're your hosts, Natasha. And Alan. If you couldn't tell, we finally got a theme song. Yay! Or an intro Ooh. song. We're so excited. I know getting one episode 16 is really late in the game, but better late than ever. If you're listening to this in the future and all of our old episodes have a theme song and you don't know what I'm talking about, that actually means I went back and edited them, so good job to me. And in case you are new here, my name is Natasha and this is Alan, and we both have degrees in criminal justice and both work in parts of the criminal justice field. And if we mention anything media-wise in this episode, it'll be posted on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts, which will be blinked. Be linked, <laughs> which will be linked down below. Uh, another cool thing we do on this podcast is recommendations for the week. What is your recommendation? We're going to start with you because I haven't thought of one yet. Outstanding. My recommendation for the week is The Ranch. They just put on a new season, and although it's kind of bouncy, it's really good. What does bouncy mean? It means it's all over the place. Is Zach Shepard in this one? No. Oh. Didn't even know he was supposed to be in it. Yeah, well. So there's that. He's dope. Spoiler alert. I guess my recommendation for the week can be Duck Shepherd's podcast because I l- almost exclusively listen to true crime podcasts, but I do listen to him. And his podcast is like cool. He does like celebrity interviews with his fellow celebrities. And he just like tries to dive d- deep dive into psychology and stuff, and it's fun. So if you've ever wanted to know more about Duck Shepherd, Kristen Bell, Ashton Kutcher, and my personal favorite, Mila Kunis, and like a bunch of other people. He has interviews with all of them. And his podcast is called Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. I'm sure you've heard of it. But I really like it. It's pretty long. It's pretty fun. So go check it out. This week we're going to talk about Lisa Nowak, also known as the astronaut with the diaper. Shout out to my mom for suggesting this one. If only my mom actually listened to the podcast. Um... She would actually know I'm shouting her out, but she can't figure out how to use the internet. So, oh well. Okay, let's get into the story. Lisa Caputo was born May 10th, 1963 in Rockville, Maryland. In 1969, Lisa, who was six at the time, watched the moon landings with excitement and pride, as as did everyone across America. She continued to follow the space shuttle program and look on as women were allowed to join. In 1985, she graduated from the United States Naval Academy with a degree in aerospace engineering. In 1985, she also became a commission in the U.S. United States Navy. In 1987, she became a naval flight officer. In 1988, she married Richard T. Nowak, a classmate in the United States Naval Academy. Richard was employed by a contractor working for NASA while concurrently working as an officer in the Naval Air Reserve. The pair would go on to have three children. And in 1992, she earned a master's in aeronautical engineering from the U.S. Naval Postgraduate School. In 1993, she was elected to attend uh, test pilot school. And then she was uh, assigned to the Naval Air Systems Command, working on acquisition of new systems for a naval aircraft. So she's kind of a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) She's a cool nerd, but she's still a nerd. In August of 1966, she entered the NASA Astronaut Corps at Johnson Space Center. She was qualified as a mission specialist in robotics and was assigned to STS-118. She went on, she eventually made it to space 10 years later on July 4th, 2006 as a member of the STS-121 crew. She served as a mission flight engineer and then she also did like, she controlled the robot arms during the spacewalks on the International Space Station. And she spent a total of 13 days in space. That's really cool. 
For her work, she was awarded the NASA Space Flight Medal on June 5th, 2007. All right, now that you know a little bit about her career, let's talk about her not-so-incredible personal life. Lisa Nowak met Bill Ophelin, I'm probably saying it right, but wrong, but oh well, in 1996 when both of them were training to become astronauts at NASA. The two began, began having an affair in 2004 or 2005. The affair lasted approximately two years, with Opheline eventually breaking up with her. Opheline had been married to his high school sweetheart, but after his wife found out that she was having an affair, or he was having an affair, she filed for divorce. During the end of the affair, Opheline also began seeing Colleen Shipman. Colleen Shipman was a 30-year-old captain of the Air Force, so she was younger than both of them. On November 4, 2007, Nowak left her Houston home with latex gloves, a black wig, pepper spray, hooded trench coat, two-pound drilling hammer, black gloves, rubber tubing, plastic garbage bags, $585 in cash, and like $40 in British pounds, her computer, an 8-inch folding knife, a BB gun, and ammunition. She then drove 900 miles, or 14 hours, to the Orlando International Airport. She was basically trying to beat Colleen's flight that was supposed to be landing there. Early reports of the story indicate Lisa admitted to wearing adult diapers on this trip so she wouldn't have to stop to go to the bathroom and so that she could make it there on time. So that's kind of like how the media, like that was one of their points, I guess, one of their important things when they were announcing the story. Lisa would later deny these claims, but you know, why would you sit like, who, why would you suddenly admit to it and then be like, just kidding, I didn't do that. So... In surveillance footage that was later released, uh, basically, it shows Lisa in a wig and sunglasses standing and waiting for one hour until Colleen's flight landed, and then following Colleen from baggage claim to, like, outside of the building. Okay, keep in mind, all this is happening late at night. So, Noak followed Shipman to the parking lot and waited for her to get into her car. After Shipman got into her car, Noak walked up and knocked on the window. She asked Shipman for a ride, telling her that her boyfriend was supposed to pick her up, but he wasn't there, and she just needed a ride to a parking lot. Shipman, who is a freaking Navy captain, sees the wig and huge sunglasses and is like, no. So she refuses to give her a ride. And then Nowak asks Shipman if she could borrow her cell phone to call her boyfriend, and Shipman tells Nowak that her cell phone is dead, and Nowak begins to cry. Shipman then rolls down the window a little bit, and Nowak sprays her with pepper spray through the window. Shipman drives her car to a parking attendant and asks for help. Police are obviously dispatched to the scene and they locate Nowak a few minutes later disposing of her wig in a nearby trash can. So she's like arrested for assault. Police search her vehicle and they see printed out emails between the two of them and then they also find Shipman's address written out as well as like a flight log of like what flight she's on and like information as well as like a list of Items that were later located in Noak's car, like all the items I said before. Noak is charged with attempted kidnapping and released on a $15,000 bond. And then she is recharged with attempted murder and released on a $10,000 bond. So basically she got released on a $25,000 bond. Orlando Police Sergeant Barb Jones told the media, We believe that the items that we found certainly would have caused Colleen Shipman seriously, serious bodily injury or death. Basically, why did you charge her with attempted murder? Noak's lawyer um, thought that this was preposterous, that she was even getting charged like with such a crazy charge, in their opinion. And the media like super love this case is basically like, NASA astronauts in love triangle. NASA astronaut drives across the country with adult diapers to murder her former lover's new lover. 
So at the beginning, uh, when the new information was coming out, uh, Lisa pretty much denied that she had an affair with Bill. And she said that their relationship was more professional than it was personal, which is just bullshit. Lisa Nowak's fellow astronauts were absolutely perplexed that this even happened. In fact, two of her two of her fellow astronauts, one of which was her boss, flew to Florida to take her home whenever she made bail. Lisa's sister went on to say that part of the reason that Lisa cracked was due to the fact that she was not over the deaths of three of her friends in the Columbia crash that happened in 2003. Coworkers also stated that astronauts suffer a lot of men- mental anguish and they're not forced to do any kind of psychological training. Like, not training, but... Obviously, you do, like, a test in order to become an astronaut, but before a flight and after a flight, you don't have any kind of, like, psychological breakdown of, like, okay, I know you experienced this and this, like, scary job. They were only forced to attend psychological stuff when there was, like, an event, like a loss. Like the Columbia. Like the Columbia, yeah. yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. You would think them being in space think- by themselves would... Maybe like, hey, we should probably talk to somebody. I mean, and I know she was only there for 13 days, but that is literally, like, they're literally traveling to space. Like, and there's only so many people in the world that have ever done that, so I don't know. Since then, NASA has, I think, redone the way they do that and kind of offered more psychological help because it's kind of fucked up. And their training just to go into space is stupid intense. Mm-hmm. During her booking into Orange County Jail in Florida, an officer said that Lisa was talking to herself, and she said, I've never done anything like this before. I'm really sorry. Meanwhile, Colleen was terrified. She got an order of protection, or she attempted to get an order of protection against Lisa, and it indicated that Lisa had been stalking Colleen for months prior to the attack. She eventually dropped her protection order, but when Lisa was released on bond, she had to wear a GPS monitor and was ordered to stay away from Colleen anyway. On February 13, 2007, Lisa pleaded not guilty to charges of attempted murder and attempted kidnapping. On March 2nd, prosecutors dropped the attempted murder charge and went forward with the kidnapping charges. The trial was postponed multiple times, and on August 28, 2008, the trial judge unsealed court documents indicating Lisa was planning on going with an insanity, de- insanity defense. Psychiatrists had diagnosed her with obsessive-compulsive disorder, Asperger's syndrome, and a major depressive disorder. And on November 2nd, 2007, the judge suppressed evidence located in Lisa's vehicle, citing misconduct in the initial search and questioning. But after going to the Court of Appeals in December of 2008, they ruled that although some statements were made pre-Miranda that were not allowed to be used into evidence, anything located in the car was fair game because it would have been located whether or not she had made the statements. Basically, they would have searched the car no matter what she had said as a part of their investigation, so they would have found anything in the car anyway. So the evidence was back in, which was all that crazy, like the gloves and all that, that was located in the car. On November 10, 2009, Nowak pleaded guilty to burglary and misdemeanor assault, resulting in a one-year probation and two days in jail. In August of 2010, Nowak was released from the military with other than honorable discharge, and her rank was dropped from captain to commander. In March of 2011, Nowak petitioned the court to get her court proceedings sealed, and her motion was granted. So that's why it's really hard to find anything on her, because everything is sealed. Hmm. Colleen still suffers from severe anxiety over the attack. She says any time anybody attempts to come up like from behind, she jumps out of her skin, and she says she always carries a gun with her at all times. Colleen is now married to Bill Ophelin, the man who was the center of this. Couple married in 2010 with Colleen walking down the aisle in a traditional white dress and Bill wearing an astronaut flight suit. Oh, what a tool. <laughs> the couple has a five-year-old... Well, it's like 
Military. He would could have worn military too. Uh, yeah, I so know. So could have she. They were both in the navy. I know, but still. Um, the couple has a five-year-old son, and they currently live in Wasilla, Alaska. Colleen has also published a book under the name C.M. McCoy, and it's called Eerie. It's like a sci-fi astronaut book. So I know this case didn't actually involve any kind of murder, but it is a very interesting case. And I know there's not a lot of information, but I feel like we could discuss it. Yeah, okay. So I guess my first first question is going to be all the stuff she brought. Kind of a weird assortment to me. Like she brought, what was the tubing for? I think some kind of... Like a gag? I think so. Maybe like force something down her throat? Yeah. Okay, but literally all of that stuff, that says to me murder kit. Well, no yeah. wonder they charged her with attempted murder. Everyone was like, That's yeah, Minus crazy. the BB gun. Well, I think that was if she needed to get her out of the car, she could... No, pretend I, pretend it's an actual weapon. Think, yeah, no. I would have thought that was a gun. Like, I don't know anything about BB guns. I'd have been like, mm, no. So, but she had an 8-inch knife, which... It's easier to control someone with a gun than a knife, though. No, but I'm saying the knife there, that can represent some major damage. The BB gun's weird. The tubing, still curious about Well, the- I feel like the BB gun is like, okay, get out of the car, point a gun at you, walk to my car, get in my car, then from there, I'm going to drive you to a separate location, and then stab her with a knife. With those gloves and all that other crap. Yeah, on. she brought two sets of gloves, which I was like, oh, okay, we special. I think the black gloves for for the initial kidnapping, and then the other ones were from for the murder. I'm not saying I would think she could actually go through with the murder. Obviously, she sucks at attempted kidnapping, but and that girl was smart as hell. She was like, um, not today, bitch. I'm not about to get kidnapped. I mean, she also got one year probation, two days in jail. That's hardcore. I know. Well, she is a white, educated woman. Who was in the military and, and an NASA. astronaut, so, yeah. you know, yeah, and, privilege and, has its perks. Yeah, exactly. But also, I don't know, I watched a the sentencing, not the sentencing, but the victim impact statement section, and Colleen was, like, super shaken up, and she still is to this day, because I also watched a People interview with her from 2017, and she, like, seemed very stressed out. Um, speaking of that, so he was, for lack of a better term, banging both of them. I think he was in a relationship with Lisa for two years, and then I think he decided, okay, I'm done with you. But I'm sorry, if you're cheating on your spouse, and then the person you're cheating on your spouse with starts cheating on you, you can't be mad. You yeah, knew what they happened? were a cheater when you got with them because you're both cheating on what your spouses. What happened to her, I guess, ex-husband now? They got divorced um, in 2007 or 2008, I think. Yeah, because, I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of uh, hypocritical. Yeah. A little bit. It's awkward because they're all in the same circle. Like, they all, like, either work for NASA or work at, like, those, you know, like, yeah. they should just Jacobs been, and all those places. They should have just been swingers. I feel like everything would have been a lot simpler. <laughs> I'm sure that would have gone down really well in Clear Lake. They'd in been, like, space. <laughs> yeah, it's, you can't do anything in space either because everything's video, like, all the time. I mean, voyeurism. Oh, that's, like, ultimate voyeurism. That's creepy. <laughs> That'd be funny. But anyways, that's relevant to the point. There was something else that's really weird, really weird I want to know about. I mean, I think if she had successfully kidnapped her, I definitely think she would have murdered her. Because she drove across the country in freaking diapers. That's disgusting. Allegedly, because she said she didn't do Mm. it. Anyways, if she did, that's nasty as fuck. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I mean, like, you can stop for 30 seconds to take a piss. You're going to fill your car up anyway. Like, just go inside and pee while... Okay, it doesn't take 30 seconds to pee when you're a woman. 
I'm sorry, but it doesn't take five twenty minutes. I know, but she made it to the airport an hour before her flight landed. Also, if she drove 15 hours or however long, you really couldn't have booked a flight from Houston to Orlando before her flight landed. I guess she didn't want the proof there. That makes more sense. Yeah, I was going to say that'll leave a paper trail to where he's driving. I mean, kind of, but not really. I mean, I guess uh, I guess the court could have, or one of them could have, like, subpoenaed to, or not subpoenaed, what's the word, to request something. Could have issued a court order to get the black box out of her car, especially if it's newer, which has, like, the GPS information, then found out where she went to. But that's, like, a large stretch. Also, last thing I want to point out is their, uh, the, the wedding, the flight suit. Oh, yeah. I hate that, but that's it. I don't have any other questions. Is there anything that really stuck out to you? I mean, besides... I mean, I get why she was charged with attempted murder. I don't know why people thought that was bizarre. People get really mad when people assault people, and then they don't get charged with attempted murder, and finally they charge someone with attempted murder, and they're like, it's preposterous. It wasn't attempted murder. Well, she intended to murder her, so therefore it's attempted murder. If anything in her car can tell you anything. That's like when guys have, like, rape kits, and then they, like, break into a house but they get charged with burglary. No, you should be charged with attempted sexual assault because you had all that shit. Like you were going to rape her. You just got caught beforehand. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. It's like, it's like we were talking about earlier. She's a privileged white female who has, is educated, has a degree and in the military. And she has a freaking master's. So, I mean, you know, I mean, this is definitely like her only thing that she's ever done in her whole life. And maybe she was like feeling herself the fact that she drove straight up 16 hours with barely stopping. She was just like, you know, kind of like when you walk in on your wife cheating on you and you murder them. She literally did the one action. But she had to go and buy all that stuff beforehand. She had to gut the girl's flight information. She had to drive. She could have stopped at any point. Any gas station she stopped at, she could have been like, okay. This is crazy. I'm being a psycho. I need to stop. Yeah, no, there's other def- fish in the fucking sea. This is definitely premeditated. I mean, because mm-hmm. well, the same... Cause... when she initially argued for the, like, psych thing, I think she was arguing she was in the wrong side, state of mind. Okay, but like you were saying, if, if I come in and you're cheating on me and then I immediately kill both of y'all, that's like right then and there. But yeah. if I come in and I find out that you're cheating on me and then, I go, Florida. To the, and then I go to the store and I buy all this shit then I plan all this and I sit there and have a good night's sleep thinking about that drive then I drive all the way there yeah you know that, that's a little bit more that's called first degree murder <laughs> yeah yeah so I get why she pled like I get why obviously I get why she pled out but I don't really get why they pled her out I but think they just they're probably getting a lot of flack from a lot of shit I don't know I just mm, mm. There might have been a little bit of a... Well, I think that Orange County, Florida is like the county next door to where Kennedy Space Center is located. So maybe that has something to do with it. Like, we don't need to discredit the freaking NASA. But I'm not discrediting NASA. I'm just... Well, no, we're obviously not. She discredited NASA by being a weirdo that falls in love with a fellow astronaut and then drives across the country to murder the guy that or the woman that he is now seeing even though that really makes me mad that really grinds my gears like i'm sorry if your significant other or whatever they're called cheats on you with someone else it is not the other person's fault it is your significant other's fault they don't have they don't owe you anything they are just some lady trying to get laid who apparently loved him because they're freaking married now and they have a kid together so, I don't see why she got all the, like, 
in the press, she was like, oh, the freaking other woman. Like, no, 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 fuck you. Like, it is his fault. It's true. It is his fault. Even if she knows y'all are in a relationship and she actively tries to go after him, if he cheats on you, it is his fault. It is not her fault. You can call her a hoe or whatever you want to call her, but he's a hoe because he was in a committed relationship. Let's be real. They're all hoes here. Every one of them. Yeah, they all cheated on somebody. They're all cheating on everybody, so. <laughs> like, I don't know about the other girl, Colleen. We don't, I don't know if she was in a relationship, so I wouldn't call her a hoe. And I can't call the original husband of uh, Lisa. I just feel bad for him. Unless he was cheating too, but we don't know. We don't know anything. That's all I got, dude. Oh, what brand of diapers did they say? No, they were adult diapers. I don't think there's very many brands of adult diapers. Mm, I'll investigate. So I know this was a short episode, and I'm so sorry, um, but it was Alan's birthday this week, and Ooh. we had a party for him, so we're kind of late on this one. We also got our new intro song, which is very exciting. I'm very excited about it. I will link the guy who made our intro song in the description. Um, if you are in the market for an intro song or some music, check out his website. Thank you so much for listening, and if you're new here, feel free to go back and binge the rest of our episodes. If you aren't new here but have enjoyed listening up until this point, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Anything helps us. And if you do leave us a five-star review and you want a shout-out, follow uh, us on social media and DM us a screenshot, and we will shout you out, slash follow you, slash like all your pictures. If you have a suggestion for the week, feel free to email us at justanothertruecrimepodcast at gmail.com. Our social media links are down below, and do you have anything else to say? Nope. We're going to say goodbye now, so enjoy our outro song. Goodbye. Bye.